0: You are listening. You're listening.
1: You're listening. Estás escuchando to the life. To the life. The life at AT and T. This is going to be good. You
0: are listening to the life at AT and T podcast. Welcome to the life at AT and T podcast. I'm your host, Doug Magditch. With our DirecTV service, we have 99% worry-free signal reliability, meaning you get a TV experience you can depend on. So how do we deliver that? I recently stopped by our Los Angeles Broadcast Center to find out who some of the employees are who make that signal reliability possible. Do you want to show me around a little bit? Yeah. This is where we receive and distribute the signals for all of the national channels
2: on DirecTV
0: it's uh it's kind of impressive how big this building is and how much of it is machinery
2: you know what when i first started here i didn't I, c- I couldn't believe how big tv could possibly be you know you figured it's a channel you have your audio you have your video but all the things that comes into it's just so massive. That's Jomel De Leon. He supervises
0: a team of broadcast service technicians, so if something goes down, they
2: get it back up. If it was a ball game, for example, right, and um, our players are basically our um, audio and video, we are the referees of of that ball game. We don't really get recognized until somebody makes a bad call or or somebody, you know, goes in an outage and and then what is, what is tech services doing, how long is it going to take to fix it and all that good stuff, you know, so um, that, that's part of the job as any technicians in any company and we kind of take pride in knowing that you know what, you, you did hear about us when there was an issue, but what about all the other times that you didn't hear about us, that means we were doing our job. Uh, so the less that you hear from us, the less that you hear from what we're doing or what we're trying to fix, that means those are all Uptime and reliability for us, um, and that's something to be really proud about.
0: Those are the times that you're really, uh, you know, when you get something fixed and nobody notices something happened. That's the, those are the wins for you.
2: Exactly. You don't you don't recognize a referee on, on on a on a ball game until he makes a bad call. You know, <laughs> so um, yeah, that's that's really the best part of the job. Joe Mel took me on a tour of the building,
0: inside and out. He showed me every step of the process in bringing a signal
2: into the broadcast center and then sending it back out. Basically, what we do is we collect the channels, uh-huh. we massage it, make it direct TV, compress it, encrypt it, and then shoot it back out to um, the customers. That's a lot of steps. First up,
0: collecting the channels. That happens in the antenna yard. Okay. Rows and rows Whoa. of huge oh antennas.
2: This is uh, your antenna yard here at LABC. Wow. I didn't expect them to be so big. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, there was a, At one point, somebody said that if you turn this facing up, you can put 100 gallons of water in there or something like that. That seems like it would hurt the dish. You probably don't want
0: to do that. No. <laughs> One of my coworkers warned me that I should wear sunglasses when I come out here because it's so bright, and now I'm kicking myself. You know
2: what? I ask myself that all the time. Why is it so bright (laughs) out here? Everything is just white, and just the sun just reflects. It's like it's covered in snow
0: because it's all white. You people up north know what I'm talking about. Probably a bad comparison for someone in California, (laughs) but I digress. Point is, we were surrounded by big white antennas, and the biggest is called...
2: So the reason why I kind of wanted to show you here first is uh, the data flow of how we gather things on a the, on, on the satellite. That's what this all, is? All these are all uplink antennas, uh, this is downlink. So this is the beginning of is what we do is basically collect um, all the channels, right? And then uh, send it out to, to, to the bird. So this is the very beginning of our data flow. This is where we downlink all of our orbital slots from your various providers. So
0: hundreds of uh, signals are coming into that? Hundreds of
2: signals coming into it. Uh, 35 or so different orbital slots.
0: The signals all go into one room at the base of that massive antenna.
2: Basically, it comes in here. It's nice and cool in here. Oh yeah. I mean, it has to be, right? They're brought into
0: something that kind of looks like a big data rack, if you're familiar with those. It's a big piece of equipment that's doing a lot, but you just can't see it.
2: So what you're looking at here is basically something that can convert the signal from this room to the main equipment room.
0: So if something were to go wrong in here, what would you be fixing?
2: The main thing that we would do is switching it to our backup antennas. The good thing is... Nothing in here usually
0: breaks. If Taurus ever does have any issues, there are other antennas the technicians can use as backup to downlink signals. So once the signals are downlinked and converted, we send the data over a fiber line to what's called the main equipment rooms, or MERS. So
2: This is MER1. These are uh, fiber receivers now. So from the Taurus, we transmit it all the way here because L-band wouldn't necessarily reach without latency, so we have to put, uh, we have to fiber in here. And then you have your amplifiers, so basically, this is now an extension of that room, um, out there. Then they
0: split the signal, so there's a primary and a backup, in case there are any issues. And then those signals are encoded, digitized, and compressed. Or, as Jomel says, that's where all the magic happens.
2: So this isn't something that other companies do? No, this is the proprietary part of DirecTV. Uh, or or each company, uh, they have their own ways of encoding, they have their own ways of encrypting, they have their own ways of um, sending it out, making it their own signal. And once we've made them
0: our own, we send the signals from the main equipment rooms to an amplifier and finally, out of the building, up to a satellite that beams it down to you. So there's a whole lot to the process and a whole lot of opportunities for issues. Yeah, you don't want a lot of people coming in here and fooling around and moving switches and pressing buttons, right?
2: Uh, it could be as simple as having the wrong remote control and pressing the wrong button and all these channels change, for example.
0: Jomel's (laughs) team does the walkthroughs, checks, and fixes every day to keep those signals running reliably. And there's a whole other team I haven't talked about yet helping the technicians identify issues. So a lot of what
1: we do is we get a lot of these teams uh, working to solve a problem.
0: The monitoring team.
1: We do a tour like this. Their
0: part of the building is one room. So, this is the sports trigger area. After
1: another. This is the uh, network, network operations center, the knocker, the or the VOEM. Each with dozens of monitors. This is the, uh, I mean, the SD slash Sky Mexico room. And in each room, there are
0: operators monitoring to figure out what customers are seeing on their end.
1: Anything HD, DirecTV in the United States, that's this room.
0: Gosh, wow. Yeah. That's a big responsibility. Yeah. Then if they find a problem, they can troubleshoot and call in the technicians if it isn't a simple fix. Uh, so this is mobile ops. Okay. Your this is your area? This is my area, yeah. John Gaitan took That's me on a, a tour of this channel. part yeah. of the center.
1: Very unique to this room is we try to be as close as possible as a customer environment.
0: Okay. His room so is called Mobile Ops. Mobile Operations. Think of it now. as every way you watch TV that isn't on your TV. He's monitoring to make sure you get your signals. So tablet, smartphone, gaming system, computer, you get the idea. That's a pretty big responsibility. You're not just worrying about one device.
1: You're yeah, 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 because there's issues sometimes that arise where only one set of devices will have issues. Mm-hmm. You know, So if you don't have a certain Android device, maybe, it, there's a possibility that it only affects that Android device. So I'm just loading up my basic, what I load up every day when I come into work. Okay. So we have the DirecTV monitoring and control system. I have uh, two Splunk dashboards. I have a Conviva dashboard. Okay.
0: Okay, now I understand why you have so many monitors.
1: Yeah, so this is Conviva dashboard. This will give us a picture, an overall picture, uh, semi real time, almost real time, of the current streaming habits of customers. John's using all of those systems,
0: as well as about 20 devices, to make sure customers are getting a highly reliable
1: signal. Catching things early allows for that kind of troubleshooting. Yeah. Um, it's better than if I say, hey, we're down on air right now and they have to try, try and troubleshoot that. If, if I can escalate these things early and earlier, it gives these teams a lot more chance to, uh, to learn and to figure out you know, exactly what's happening. So, so that's, that's good for us in general.
0: For you, the biggest victory is probably sometimes or when everything is seamless and nobody knows that anything was going on. Oh, of course.
1: Himself. Yeah, yeah. If I, if, I, if I come in, I notice an issue that's going to happen tonight. I can escalate that up the tree. Uh, if it's resolved prior to it being an issue, then yeah, that was, we did good. So hopefully that all
0: gives you an idea of just how much work goes into delivering your DirecTV signal. That wraps up this episode of the Life at AT&T podcast. If you like what you hear, please give us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That helps it show up higher on podcasting apps and helps more people find it. If you have a comment on the show, you can reach me at life at att. .com Thanks for listening.